all this emphasis upon black man and white does emphasize something which is here, but it emphasizes it or perhaps exaggerates it, and therefore makes us for, uh, put people together in groups which they ought not to be in. I have more in common with a black scholar than I have with a white man who is against scholarship. And you have more in common with a white author than you have with someone who's against all literature. So why must we always concentrate on color or religion or this? There are other ways of connecting men. I'll tell you this. When I left this country in 1948, I left this country for one reason only, one reason. I didn't care where I went. I might have gone to Hong Kong. I might have gone to Timbuktu. I ended up in Paris on the streets of Paris. With $40 in my pocket on the theory that nothing worse could happen to me there than it already happened to me here. You talk about making it as a writer by yourself, you had to be able then to turn up all the antenna of which you live because once you turn your back on this society, you may die. You may die. And it's very hard to be a typewriter and concentrate on that if you're afraid of the world around you. The years I lived in Paris did one thing for me. They released me from that particular social terror, which was not the paranoia of my own mind, but a real social danger visible in the face of every cop, every boss, Everybody. I don't know what most white people in this country feel, but I can only include what they feel from the state of their institutions. I don't know if white Christians hate Negroes or not, but I know that we have a Christian church which is white and a Christian church which is, which is black. I know, as Malcolm X once put it, it's the most segregated hour in American life is high noon on Sunday. That says a great deal for me about a Christian nation. It means that I can't afford to trust most white Christians and certainly cannot trust the Christian church. I don't know whether the labor unions and their bosses really hate me. That doesn't matter, but I know I'm not in their unions. I don't know if the real estate lobby is anything against black right? people, but I know the real estate lobbies keep me in the ghetto. I don't know if the Board of Education hates black people, but I know the textbooks that give my children to read and the schools that we have to go to. Now, this is the evidence. You want me to make an act of faith, risking myself, my wife, my woman, my sister, my children, on some idealism which you assure me exists in America, which I have never seen. Bars. This is Lee, and this is episode six of the No Screens podcast. fresh new content, any fresh new episodes, any new recordings. I think any rational, intelligent human being that's listening to my voice knows there's a lot going on in the world right now, and that's just society issues. You know, that's not even taking into account what I'm going through personally. With all the shit that's been going on, on a society level, you know, the frustration, anger, and pain and trauma, PTSD and all of that that a lot of us get from seeing that shit every day, hearing about it. I knew that I had to take a step back and really get my rational thoughts together. I knew I couldn't be quick to come out and say something because it, it, it could come off as, as, as just anger, just frustration, just just pain and, and what maybe wouldn't be well received, but it would have been true and honest to that point. But I also wanted to be heard and I also wanted to be articulate and I also wanted to be more rational 
and less militant. You know, so I knew I needed to wait until all those emotions subsided. And that's what I chose to do. The guy you heard at the beginning of this podcast, if anyone knows me, they know that I have two favorite authors. One being James Baldwin. That's the guy you heard at the beginning of this episode. Two is uh, Charles Bukowski. James Baldwin was a African-American novelist, playwriter, poet, and activist. He was born August 2nd, 1924, died December 1st, 1987. Some of the best books that I've read from him that he authored was The Fire Next Time, Nobody Know My Name, Notes of a Native Son, and The Devil Finds Work, which is my absolute favorite. And uh, Charles Bukowski was an American-German poet, novelist, short story writer. He was born August 16, 1920. He died March 9th, 1994. Uh, some of my favorite books by him was Ham on Rye and Erections, Ejaculations, Exhibitions, and General Tales of Ordinary Madness. Now, I know that sounds like a made-up name, but trust me, it isn't. Uh, I implore you guys to look up these books, you know, go to go to Barnes & Noble, Audio, what have you get your fucking literature consumption. Go there, read these things, listen to these books. I, gu- I guarantee you they're amazing. But I think the reason why I chose these two guys because they have two unique perspectives. They're the same as far as being, you know, poets, novelists, and things like that. They're human beings, but they have two unique, different perspectives of the world. James Baldwin is seeing the world, has seen the world through African American eyes, and then you had Charles Bukowski who's seen the world through American German eyes. Both of them was villainized. James Baldwin was villainized for his skin heritage, and uh, Charles Bukowski was villainized for his skin and heritage. Charles Bukowski grew up during the whole World War II, 1940s, so he was hated for being, you know, German, you know, and uh, that's when the, the country and a bunch of world, bunch of countries all over the world banded together to try to rid the world of communism. Every every night, people went to bed hating him and never met him. You know, they woke up hating him, never had a conversation with him. Same same as they did James Baldwin. You know, they went to bed hating him, never met him, but the, all that mattered that he was African-American. Woke up hating him. All that mattered that he was African-American. I try to wrap my head around all this shit that's going on to try to give as as much of a rational opinion on it as I can. And I can't really, because how can you truly give a rational opinion on things that's irrational? Like racism, it's irrational. Although there's a difference between racism and prejudice. I I experienced uh, prejudice uh, a few weeks ago working for my job. My job requires me to do a lot of customer service. And my customer service isn't through the phone, it's face to face. So I'm out operating my job operations on, on houses. So I have to be in, in certain neighborhoods, certain areas. And I knocked on this woman's door, let her know that I was there to give her a service. Told her I wouldn't take long. And she seemed like she was okay with everything. Maybe a couple minutes later, while I was doing what I needed to do for my job, police arrived. Now, they asked her, why did she call? And I, I've already stated, because they, they were two, two Caucasian guys, but they were good cops. So I know there's good cops in the world. They was trying to understand why did she call them. And I already told her what I was doing, why I was on her premises, things like that. She told them 
that I took too long. So that's prejudice right there. She's on a presumption. She, she, she's under the presumption that I'm going to do something bad or illegal to her based on whatever movies she saw, whatever fucking book she read or articles she read, whatever. You know, that's prejudice. Racism is totally different. Racism is hurting someone because they don't look like you or because they're from somewhere else, some other country or their heritage is somewhere. That's racism. It's a total difference. You know, prejudice, I'm going to have my presumptions of what you are, what you may do and this and that, but I'm not going to act on it. That's going to get you hurt. Now, although her, her acting on it, you know, being prejudiced could have gotten me hurt because two cops that was, you know, racist could have showed up and then that's when things could have been escalated. To really wrap my head around what's been going on for a long time, for over 400 years, an irrational thing, it's no way I can speak rational about it. It's no way. I'm glad I took a step back because I don't know every word will probably be gibberish and, and just angry and screaming. So that's a good thing. So now at least I can speak about it in a more educated fashion, I guess. Let's 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 go back and let's look at all all the fucking innocent unarmed people that's been harmed by racism. You know, let's look at the Philando Castillo. Let's look at the Trayvon Martin. Let's look at Tamir Rice. Let's look at Breonna Taylor. Let's look at Ahmaud Aubrey. You know, let's look at uh Rashad Brooks, Sterling, and you know whatever it is. Whether you whether you're jogging down the street or you're playing with a toy gun. Or you're on the phone in your own backyard, or you're on a couch eating ice cream in your own house, or you sleep in your car. What I never understood is the gun that these cops are using. That's the most lethalest method on their on their on their waist, right? But there are also non-lethal methods on their on their belt. There's also non-lethal methods on their on their waist. You have pepper spray. You have a nice stick. You have all these things. Why do they keep reaching for the most lethalist method to deal with the most non-lethal shit? You do not need to draw your gun on someone who's eating ice cream on the couch. You do not need to draw your gun for someone who's on the cell phone in their own backyard. You don't need to draw your gun and follow a 15-year-old kid that just came from the fucking store and not doing anything but walking on the sidewalk to get home. I don't. I can't wrap my head around this stuff. To keep quiet about it, it, it perpetrates and it generates nothing but trauma, nothing but PTSD. Most minorities I've, I've had conversations with all suffer from it. They tell me stories about when they're driving and the cop get behind them and they, how they grip the steering wheel and they get nervous and they start thinking about, you know, their life is on the line. No one should have to fucking live like that. And then the root of all of this is cowardice. I seen a video the other day of a cop beating on an unarmed black woman. A woman. Not only are you killing people unarmed, you're beating on women too. And you're killing children. You're fucking cowards. Cowards. And there's no other way to put it. You're evil pieces of shit cowards. Because you're doing this to unarmed people, you're doing this to women, and you're doing it to fucking children. So when you even ask the question, like, okay, why, why does this keep happening? The, one of the major things you get when you're dealing with racism and you're dealing with prejudiced people, instead of them trying to figure out a solution, they'll ask another question. So if you say, okay, why does this keep happening to unarmed minorities? Then they'll ask, well, what about Chicago and what about this and that? What a, like, I'm not, 
You can't answer a question with another question. We know there's crime in poor communities all over this country, whether it's black communities, white communities, Chinese communities. There's crime in poor neighborhoods because they're poor neighborhoods. So you can't bring up what's happening in any ghetto, whether it's black, white, or Asian, because there's more than one race that live in the ghetto. So you cannot bring those up to, to, to legitimately make an argument about what's police brutality and racism and hate groups and hate crimes. You're being dismissive. And you're not giving an intelligent answer or solution to the question I'm asking. You're just asking another question, which diverts and it's just pure deflection. And every time somebody asks that or say anything like that, I already know what it is. I just go ahead and slide them right into that fucking evil piece of shit, coward pile. Because there's no fucking way you can ever, ever justify someone being killed for driving too fast. Or sitting on their own couch eating ice cream. Or laying asleep in their own bed. Breonna Taylor was shot eight times while she was asleep in her bed. That's fucking ridiculous. And then you have the classic uh, of, of racism where there's a racist Caucasian person that's trying to make you know the entire black race feel vilified. And they say, well, they're animals. They do this. There's no way a racist Caucasian person. I'm not talking about all Caucasian. I'm talking about racist Caucasians. There's no way that they can ever make me feel any type of negative way toward my own people. Because documented, we are not the most violent people in this world. Racist Caucasian people are. We didn't go thousands, hundreds of thousands of miles away to enslave another race. We don't go around this world monopolizing and, and, and making business of wars and killing all type of indigenous people and people that look like us. We don't do these things. We don't generate world wars. We, we never generated slavery and all of that. And then the most classic thing is, they try to say, oh, but their own people sold, sold them to us. Their own people sold them to our ancestors or whatever. Let's say that's true, right? You don't go buy something unless there's a supply and demand for it. So if there was any generosity, if there was any love, if there was any rational thinking, if there was any fucking heart or soul, to a person they would be like you know what this is wrong even if you were trying to sell me a slave because indentured, indentured slaves been around for eons so this slavery shit right here just it amassed and took on a whole different animal it took on a whole different face because i mean the true root of it is you got on a on a boat that took you two three weeks a month a month time to get to where my people were to bring us all the way back on another two three weak journey meanwhile people are dying of hunger on the boat people are jumping over getting diseased people are getting raped you know you're raping the black women you're raping the black men which they don't really talk about that that stuff within um but when you do your research you find out that that was real prevalent they called it buck breaking buck b-u-c-k breaking do your research on that there were definitely a lot of homosexual uh, plantation owners so you got all this stuff going on three weeks to get there three weeks to get back Fuck all the death and murder and all that that happened between the three weeks to get there and the three weeks to get back. But you do all that just to justify some shit you could have walked out into your own cotton fields and did your own fucking self. You could have picked your own cotton. So you do all of this to try to justify free labor or whatever the case may be. But then you lynching people, you're raping people, you're doing all this evil shit. And then outside of once all of that stuff has passed, Abraham Lincoln with the emancipation which I don't really give a fuck about that because 
you you only abolish slavery in the states where that was rebelling against the United States. So I really don't give a fuck about that. You didn't abolish it, period. You abolished it in states that was rebelling against the United States. Because not all southern states were. So guess what? Slavery was still going on. They even had slaves. You know, the Confederate Army made some of the, the, the slaves fight to keep themselves in slavery. And that's crazy. Picture being out there having to fight just to stay a slave. And, and this the rational thinking of the people I'm talking about. Like, this the irrational thinking of them. And it's the incompetence that we're dealing with and the evil and cowardice that we're dealing with. You cannot talk to these people. You cannot negotiate with them. How, how can you really find common ground with people that's, that wake up hating you, go to sleep hating you, never had a conversation with them? You never did anything personally to these people to harm them, to do anything to them. The whole reason they even see you every day is because of some shit their ancestors did to your ancestors. But they hate you anyway. I, I never understood that, you know, and, and you cannot wrap your mind around something like this and you cannot find common ground with evil coward pieces of shit that just want this stuff to happen. They want this stuff to exist. I had to take a step back so I wouldn't be on here like, man, we got to kill all of you. You know, I didn't want to come on here saying all, you know, crazy things like that. But I do understand my position. I do understand what has to happen. In order for that to be true progress, I do understand everything that has to happen. Everything that's been going on as far as the protesting, forget the riots. I'm talking about the protesting it has been absolutely amazing. You got uh, countries coming together. You got people of all races and backgrounds coming together to stand and say we're done and we're sick and tired of turning on TV and seeing unarmed people murdered on primetime television every single day. We're sick and tired of seeing that shit. Do something about it. Make things better. Make things equal like it's supposed to be. We're tired of seeing it. And they've been doing it everywhere. Australia, Germany, Paris, everywhere. You know, and, and, it, and it's, it's a new time and it's a new day. And it's been that way for me. As I said, you know, about, you know, different minority friends. And I have conversations with them. And they talk about it's, it's, it's the common thing of the trauma and the PTSD of them driving and, and the police get behind them they grip the wheel and they and they actually fear for their life no one should have to fucking live like that only thing i got against the protesting is it's like to me it's like a like we see people walking around with stop killing us and you know stop shooting unarmed people or whatever the case may be i don't know it's like in my mind that that shouldn't happen i shouldn't have to tell you to stop doing it i shouldn't have to tell you that that's unlawful that that's unjust that that's that that's cowardly that that's a piece of shit thing to do to gun down kids just because of how the, the color of their skin or whatever the case. But I shouldn't have to tell you that. And this is the world we live in, that we have to walk around with a sign, with signs that say that. We have to walk, we have to burn shit down and, and do all this stuff so people can listen and be like, yeah, let's stop doing like that's ridiculous. That's utterly ridiculous. And that's the world we live in. And I'm supposed to get up every day, go to work like I've been doing, being a taxpaying citizen being a lawful biting citizen and while I'm out and about I get dirty looks because I'm in you know predominantly Caucasian neighborhoods you know I get cops called on me and police following me around running my license plate I got to deal with all of that on top of you know just being an everyday citizen and dealing with life just period as being an adult and having bills you know and having Uncle Sam on my back I got to deal with all this extra shit just because of how I look like, just because of my skin color, and that's ridiculous. 
And just think about that, because I, I I know I got dozens and dozens and dozens of Caucasian listeners. Just think about that. Think about how crazy your life is right now, right? Just being who you are and, and your responsibilities as an adult or whatever the case may be. Because some of you may be teenagers. I know I got a, 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 a large teenage following, too. Just think about how rough your life is, period. Not think about shit you had to deal with if things were reversed and it was black people out here doing this shit, just killing you guys. At, at exponential amount of, of rates and just you know unlawful killings and think about it on top of things you just have to regularly deal with just being a regular human being walking on this earth that's extra shit that's gonna cause extra mental issues you know what i'm saying extra emotional issues trauma ptsd all that and then you got the crowd of people who you know they cheer on the protests and you, then you got the people that cheer on the riots because i mean true fact of the matter is they didn't arrest um, Derek Colvin, the guy that killed George Floyd, the, the officer, that, the former officer that killed George Floyd, until they started burning down Minnesota. And then when they kept and continued burning down Minnesota, and you know riots started to spread out all over the, the country, then all over the world, they want then they want to arrest the other three bystanders, officers that did nothing. They just stood there and allowed the shit to happen. And I, I had so many conversations about that horrific day and i had them with a bunch of my caucasian friends a bunch of my minority friends and mixed because we not separate like we all be in mixed you know parties and, and conversations and, and just around each other in general and you know some uh some of them felt sorry for the two officers because like, i think one of them was a rookie and then the other one didn't have a lot of experience i think he was like one year in or something like that and they felt like well that's our superior but at the end of the day you all took the same training. And I feel like he, it was a part of the training, what Derek Colvin was doing. He was pretty much telling the other two, this is how you deal with people that look like this. And that shit is unacceptable. At some point, standing around and doing nothing and you have the power to stop it becomes a fucking crime too. That silence that you hear from your friends, they don't speak up when, when shit like this happens, they don't say anything about it. That's a fucking crime too. And they just as evil. They just as piece of shit cowards as the rest of them if that's the case because if i see this happening to anyone i don't give a damn about their race or none of that if i see it happening to anyone i'm gonna speak up because the shit is morally wrong period and it shouldn't be happening to anyone no one should have to be living like that you know like and then that's why i have such a higher value for my morality and i know i'm superior in that right than some racist person because i don't go to sleep hating nobody I don't have the time and luxury to do so. I'm going to die one day. I don't have the luxury and time to just be sitting around hating no one. I'm trying to make sure I live a great life before I go. No one person or race is the cause of my issues. I know I got the power to change whatever I can. Nothing can hold me back. I see people thriving every day that look like me and people that don't. And people that's in, in, in worse situations. People that's in better situations. People that have triumphed over all their hardships, whether it was my skin complexion or not. And I know I can do and be anything I want to do. You know, I, I know I can be anything I want to be. So I don't I don't fail and then say, well, I failed because, you know, this systematic shit. No, I don't know. Because I know I'm morally superior. I don't hate I don't wake up hating nobody. I don't go to sleep hating someone, a race or anything. People I never even met and haven't even had a conversation with. That's not a rational, intelligent thing to do, to waste your time. You, time, you can only do two things with time. You can either invest it 
or you can waste it. And that's what we're seeing a lot these days. Every time we see this shit where cops is good, just going extra overboard, you know, showing brute force and it's police brutality, people's civil rights are being violated. Every time we see that shit, it just shows me that a lot of people are wasting their time. Like, how do you want to be remembered? I don't even know if there's a heaven or hell. They better hope it's not a hell. Because this, this is fucking ridiculous. And, you know, everybody has to live their life and die at some point. Everyone. So there's no one here that's superior than to the next person. Rockefeller was one of the richest dudes in the world. What do you have, like six heart transplant, uh, three or four lung replacements and kidney and, 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 and liver transplants and all that. The guy was trying to live forever. One of the richest guys in the world. He could not beat the time clock. You cannot beat death. You're getting the fuck out of here. So not only do I have to worry about death coming eventually, because I'm a person that, that deals with all my anxiety, depression. I got, you know, clinical depression, all that. I got to deal with all of that shit. And I got to deal with the fact you, 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 the racist person, don't like the fact that I'm in line with you at Target. You mad because I'm sitting at a table across from you in the restaurant. You're the racist cop that's driving on the opposite side of the street, but you see me and my friends driving on the other side, passing you up. We're laughing, having a good time, and you just upset now. That just pissed you off, so now you got to do a U-turn and follow me and run my place and try to figure out some type of way to fuck me and the people in my car over. Why are you going out of your way? If a man is walking down the street, do he get on his hands and knees every second to kneel down to the insects and remind them that they're insects? If I'm nothing, let me be nothing. If I'm inferior, let me be inferior. Why do you feel the need to remind me every second, every chance you get? Why do you feel the need to go out of your way to do something harmful to someone who's not even doing shit to you. They just there. And now you're upset. Now you're in your feelings. Now you have to hurt somebody. We're not out doing this. Minorities are not out here attacking uh, uh, non-minorities. We're not out here doing this shit. This is history in this country. It's history all over the world. We're not known for that. It's documented. Racist people are known for that. Whether you want to talk about the KKK or the neo-Nazis, the skinheads or whoever. They're documented doing these things, school shootings, mass shootings, and all this shit. And, I, and I'm glad that the Caucasian people that has a heart, and they have a soul, and they're decent human fucking beings, and they care about their brothers and sisters no matter the race, and they out here marching, and they going ham, and they're snapping with us, because they tired of seeing that shit. Because unarmed Caucasian people, you know, contrary to pop belief, they're being killed too. But they don't put that on the news, huh? That doesn't make it, huh? They want the ratings to be high. It's, 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 it's higher, you know, with this race baiting shit. They need to start holding these fucking people responsible. None of this stuff should ever have been happening. Slavery should have never existed. When you're born into this world, you don't know what the fuck you are. You don't even know you're a human being. That's told you. That's taught to you. Let alone race, culture, heritage, you know, which, which is taught to you too. Because that's how racism is surviving. That's how prejudice is surviving. Older Racist people is teaching that shit to their offspring. Then when their offspring have their own offspring, they turn around and teach the shit to them. It's just perpetrated hatred. It's recycled bullshit. And people are tired of it. I'm not begging and asking for my right to exist. Because that's not something you beg and ask for. That's something that you take. I don't even have a child yet. And I'll be damned if I do have offspring and then I have to sit them down and have and I have to have this talk with them. If a cop pull you over, say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, and I'm not doing that. I'm going to teach them how to respect, and I'm going to teach them to know their law and their rights. 
But I'm not going to teach them to beg for their right to exist. No one should have to do that. This planet is all of our shit. And we all fucking it up with, with, with pollution. With toxic waste in our oceans. Burning down Amazons to build resorts. All the shit we do to this planet. And we all dying, period. Nobody here is more inferior or superior to the next person. We all getting the fuck out of here one day. That's one of my favorite authors, Charles Bukowski. So intel intelligently made, made a statement when he said, the fact that we all have to die one day, it's a, it's a circus. Because that within itself should make us all love each other that much more. But it won't. Because we're all trapped and eaten up by trivialities. 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 They spent decades. They spent the whole decade making separate bathrooms. Separate water fountains. The most minute, small, dumbest bullshit the human race could have ever done. Racist people sitting around making separate restaurants and all this shit. Oh, you gotta go around to the back to eat. It's ridiculous. Where will we be now as a human race period if we all work together from the jump? If we all work together from the word start, from the word go, we probably we probably will have civilized the stars and the moons and planets all that by now. If all of our youngest, brightest, and, and all of that came together from the jump, from the start. You know, that's why I'm glad I've seen what I'm seeing now. Send these motherfuckers to prison, the death penalty, all of that. Stop stop sending them to on administrative leave and, and all this other shit. Because if I go and I murder somebody right now, I'm gone. Right then and there. But yet you got the, the two guys that killed uh, Amar Aubrey. They walked around for 79 days after they killed that guy, killed Amar Aubrey in the street like that. Like he was a fucking dog or something. They walked around for 79 days after that. Free. Think about that. You know, like all this stuff starts somewhere. Because if any time a grown man can follow a 15-year-old boy like Trayvon Martin down the street with a fucking gun. A grown man, you need a gun for a 15-year-old kid that you think doing something wrong. You're a fucking coward. And anybody that would justify that is a fucking coward. Because man to man with no weapon, you cannot stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with a man. You couldn't even do it with a 15-year-old boy. The two guys that killed Armand Aubrey, they couldn't even do it with him. They 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 said they hit him with the truck. Because uh, the recording the rest of the world saw... The actual tape has more on it. They said they hit him with the pickup truck and they was yelling uh, racial slurs at him. So from the point that we saw on, on primetime television was that's why he looked kind of stagnant when he was running up to him. He already knew he was going to die. He already knew he was in a fight for his life. They had, to shot, they had to hit this man with a truck and shotgun him twice and he was still hitting the guy all in his fucking face. He fought, he fought brilliantly for his life. He fought the best fault he could have fought. He was hit with a, a fucking vehicle and shot twice with a shotgun. And he still was hitting you all in your face. Who's the man? And this is what we're dealing with every day. Every time we turn on TV, we got to see this shit every day. Every day. And you think we just going to sit back and wait our turn? And I'm not talking about just blacks. I'm talking about whites too. Think they just going to sit back and wait their turn? We're not taking that shit anymore. We never was. I'm not begging and asking for my right to exist. I'm taking that shit. And I'm, this is not a, uh, uh, indictment to, to, to mass and, and, uh, promote any type of, uh, race riots or race war, none of that, nothing like that. Because as we see on TV, as we see in our communities today and every day, that shit is dead because there's whites and blacks coming together. You know, there's Asians standing with, with, with whites and blacks. There's, there's Mexican and Latinos standing with whites and blacks and all of that all over this world, whether European, African, Asian, or whatever. 
everyone's coming together. It's a hell of a lot more of us than there are of you. And that's a fact. Cause that's your that's your, that's the true power of racism right there. They try to make you seem like it's so rampant. And it's not. I think if anything is more rampant than actual racism, it's the silence of it's the silence. It's the people that the the the, the whites that that that's silent when the shit happens. They don't say nothing about it because they think just not being racist is enough, and it's not. Because you could be my friend all day and night, but when you go home and then your dad is saying racist shit and you don't never check him, your mom is saying racist shit, you will never check her, your friends that's white is saying racist shit, you never check them, that means you're a part of the fucking problem. Because, like I said, it is taught. And every time it goes unchecked, in that person's mind, they think the shit is okay. I saw I saw a videotape, I saw a recording Um, one of my friends shared with me of a, a, a young Caucasian girl. She was she like she may have been like maybe her tail end of high school or uh, her first leg in, in college. And she was having a conversation with her parents and they were saying some crazy wild shit about, oh, you know, most black people are uh, animals and this and that. And she was just basically getting on them. Like, no, that's racist. I don't, I don't believe that and this and that. And I, and I commend her for that. I fucking commend her for that because it, it's it's too many it's too many people on this planet, male and female, that's Caucasian, and they do not stand up for themselves. They do not take account ability and say, you know what, I'm a I'm a grown ass adult. I'm not gonna be a follower. I'm gonna be a leader. Cause that's what we see out here a lot. You know, it's a lot of adults out here that's following the teachings of their parents. They just follow the shit blindly. Oh, okay, all black people are, are inferior. Okay. I'm going to believe that and just follow it instead of going off to have conversation with blacks and, and kind of break away from that mold and be retaught and to know, to know like that not to be true. That's not a fact. That's just some shit your parents taught you. That's not the way the world operates. That's how you always see, you know, race white people getting knocked out on camera and do all this other stuff because they go out here in the world thinking that that's life. And it's not. It's 8 billion fucking people down here on this planet. 8 billion. That's so many different races. That's so many different cultures and heritage and backgrounds and every single thing. For any race to think they're superior over all of this shit, it's so far-sighted and ridiculous. I can't even muster up any better words to even put it other simply put than how I said it. It's, it's What we're dealing with is, is, is a true problem because it's the root of how this country was made. And I get it. The country was made like this. You know, it was made to keep Caucasians in power, well, rich Caucasians in power, because poor whites, when once they really figure out that, you know, they need to stop voting against their best interests and all that other shit, then, you know, and they'll come to terms with a lot of things and, and subsequently, you know, be where we need to be as a whole. And that's the same thing with poor blacks as well. Stop thinking that you, you belong to a voting party and just, and stop, and stop thinking that, if you continue to vote Democrat or whatever, or Republican or whatever, the things are going to change. It ain't. It's not. Only way we are going to force change is if we do what we've been doing, standing together and letting the, the government know that we run this shit, not the government. It's the power of the people. We the one who put you in the places that we got you in. And guess what? We the ones that can take your ass down. That's how we change things. Not being fallout, full on uh, fanboys and girls of a of a, of a particular party of a particular political party. That's not how you change things. Because all Republicans are not right and all Democrats are not right. And if you let me tell it, I don't like either one of them. I feel like the whole fucking system is corrupt. So this is how we evoke change. We all come together and stand like what I've been seeing. That shit is amazing. 
keep shaming these motherfuckers. Keep calling that shit out. Every time when forget when you you're on you you being videotaped. You know, forget when you know you want to make a post and get some likes. Cause I've been I've been against racism before the shit was popular. So I don't ever have to worry about being a hypocrite when I die. Cause I know what's right and I know what's wrong. No human being on this planet should be killed because of how they look. You're out of your fucking mind. And no human being on this planet should be living in fear because of their skin. You're out of your fucking mind. So we need to continue to do what we're doing. Stand together. Whether you, you, you're being videotaped, whether you're trying to make a post to get likes on social media or not. Do that shit behind closed doors as well. Don't come in my face and tell me you understand my pain because you never will. You're not in my shoes. You don't have to deal with what I deal with. But you can understand it from a human point. And that's all you need to do. The shit is wrong. And if your soul is on the line like it is, act like it. Have some decency, some intellect, have some morality. Understand that your time here is limited and, and ask yourself, like, there's some historic things going on right now. Whether it's this coronavirus thing, the quarantine, and how everyone's coming together for the protests and, and, and the police brutality. So things like this can't happen to no one else. What happened to George Floyd should never happen to no one else. Even going all the way back to Emmett Till, that shit should never happen to him. But here we are in 2020, and the shit's still happening. It's morally wrong. Any rational fucking human being with a heart and not a coward piece of shit understands that. It shouldn't be happening, period. There's no ifs. There's no buts. There's no but. What happened? What's going on in Chicago? And what's going on in, in the, none of that? Because if every building in this world has to burn down, if, if more riots have to happen for us to understand that those buildings are not the equivalents of human life, then let the shit burn. I've said that to friends. I've said that behind closed doors. And I'm saying it now on this podcast because I want everyone to know why I stand. Because when I sleep tonight, I'm asleep like a baby. I don't I don't I don't move like that where I'm I, I, I toss and turn and I, oh, I should have said that I, sh-. I say what I mean and I mean what I say. Because I know it to be true. I know what really has to happen for us to really eradicate that shit. That hatred and the racism. I know what truly has to happen. The idea has to die. You're not going to be able to talk to every single one of them. You're not going to be able to reach and stand on common ground with every single one. These people hate hate a certain person as soon as they wake up. They hate them going to sleep. person has never done nothing personally to them. But they hate them. That's a supernatural hatred. That ain't, that ain't, that's not something you can even rational. You, you can't even rationale with that. You can't even talk with that. You can't even negotiate with, with someone like that. They want you to die. And how can you even have a conversation with somebody who can try to justify unarmed people get being killed every day on national television? Kids, women. How can you even, how can you have a rational conversation with, with someone like that? They think this shit is fine and okay. You might reach some of them, but some of them just want this shit. They really want it. I don't want to really babble. I just want to speak my piece on it. All in all, I'm happy with what I'm seeing. I'm, I'm loved that everyone's coming together. I want us to continue to keep coming together because I love all of my friends. I don't give a fuck if you're Caucasian, Black, Asian, Jamaican, Haitian, Filipino, Vietnamese. I love all people. And I'm just trying to live and figure this shit called life out myself. I don't have time to hate nobody else. I don't have the luxury to hate nobody else. And I just want us all to keep coming together, doing what we're doing, man, and then and, and make a better future for everyone. Our kids, our kids' kids, and so forth. Keep weeding out these evil, low-life piece of shit cowards. Keep calling them out. Hold them accountable. Do whatever we need to do. But the shit has to stop, man. Because like I said, I'm not begging or asking for my right to exist. I'm taking that shit. And if you don't understand that, then guess what side you're on? I already know what side I'm on. And that, that'll be that. There's nothing for us to talk about. 
I got a lot of things I'm looking forward to in this life. I'm going to reach them. And that's a lot of things that I want to see as far as change and all that come coming to this world. And hopefully I see them. If I don't, oh well. But I'm going to stand in what I know to be true. We all created equal. We all dying. I don't have the time. I really don't. I don't have the time or luxury to hate anybody. I love all of you. But if you out there and you want me to die just because of how I look... I'm not I'm not cut from Martin Luther King's cloth. I'm cut from Malcolm X's. It's by any means necessary. So understand that. I wouldn't I wouldn't expect anybody to beg me for their right to exist. Who the fuck I think I am? But you gotta be a rational human being to to, to even have that mindset, to even have that ideology. This shit that you superior, that has to die. Cause it ain't true. Last time I checked, everyone dies. Ain't nobody immortal. Fuck is you to think you better than somebody else. We all just down here trying to figure this thing out. Like I said, I can never look down on my people. Because we just not documenting the most violent. And we're not. That's a fact. And I love all the Caucasians out here that's trying to, to turn that tide. They trying to show like, man, we not all on this. We, we don't all operate like this. We're not all evil piece of shit cowards. We don't do these things. And I appreciate you all. Especially the ones that just don't do it because the camera on them. Especially ones that do that shit when behind closed doors. When their friends say some dumb shit. When their family members say some racist dumb shit. They check them. Those are the people that when they die and they're in their grave or whatever. Whatever we, we're doing at that moment. When you know you're no longer, you can, you're no longer living. You cannot come back. They truly at peace with themselves. Because they wasn't performing for a camera. They wasn't performing for social media. You know, with all these businesses now. You got all these businesses. All these multi-conglomerate businesses. They all, oh, Black Lives Matter and this and that. And, you know, it, it could a lot of that could be from the heart, too. But at the end of the day, it's still about color. The color green. Green could be, greed could be playing, you know, a, a, a pretty big role in them doing that. Man, we want them black dollars. We want the minorities to do business with us. Can't act like Nike didn't capitalize off the Colin Kaepernick situation. I'm going to go ahead and digress. But all in all, I'm really, really, really happy with what I'm seeing. I love all of you guys. I love that you all are coming together. Let's keep coming together. Let's make this fucking world better for everyone. Everyone. That's all I wanted to say. Spoke my piece about it. Hopefully the next episode will be a little bit more lighthearted. Won't, I won't have to deep dive into some crazy shit like this. I'm sure that will be because you just got people out here like that that's going to keep exciting this. You know, you just got people that just want to see this stuff happen. But I'm just glad I don't got that in me. I'm glad I'm not bothered by somebody when they come around. And when I see somebody, I'm I'm, I'm not that low life. I got so much shit going on. I got so many ambi- I got so much ambition and so many things that I'm trying to look forward to. I'm glad I'm just not that small minded, that much of a piece of shit where I'm upset and angry just because somebody is around, just because I just seen somebody on TV or just because I'm in a restaurant and this white person came in or this black person came in and sat in the table next to me or I'm in line in the store with them or like I'm just happy that shit isn't in me. I'm, I'm glad I, I don't have that shit in my heart. And I and I and I appreciate everyone that that that's higher than that, that vibrates higher than that, that move better than that, that's more rational and more intelligent human beings out here. I appreciate all you that's that's not on that, that's not living your life like that. And let's all just keep coming together, keep making this world better. And that's all I got to speak on it. This is Lee. This was episode six of the No Strings podcast. What is it you wanted me to reconcile myself to? I was born here almost 60 years ago. I'm not going to live another 60 years. You've always told me it takes time. It's taken my father's time, my mother's time, my uncle's time, my brother's and my sister's time, my nieces and my nephew's time. How much time do you want for your progress?